Today we are going to take a look at First uh, John two uh, verses one to five. Uh, so it goes, my little children, these are things I write to you, so that you may not sin. If anyone sins, we have an advocate for with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and He Himself is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the whole world. Now by this we know that we know him. If we keep his commandments, he who says, I know him, and does not keep his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. So we can take a look at that from what, uh, what that text says. And it shows us what the main theme of 1 John is. Uh, when he says, My little children, these things I write to you so that you may not sin. Uh, so he's explaining that the purpose is that we as Christians uh, and followers of Jesus Christ, that we won't commit the sins of not believing in Jesus Christ, the true God. Uh, so in this in the phrase from this passage, uh, so that you may not sin, sin here indicates the sin leading to death. First uh, John five sixteen, John wants all the saints or Christians to stand firm on the gospel. Uh, he also wants them to believe that Jesus Christ is God Himself, the Son of God, and also the Savior who took away our sins. And this is something we are remembering right now. Uh, during Easter, um, and it's a perfect time for for discussing these, this kind of thing, uh, because Easter is about Jesus Christ. It's about his sacrifice that he made for us and dying on the cross, setting us free of our sins, and, and we need to keep that in mind um, through this Easter season, that, that it's, not, it's not about candy or Easter egg hunts or the Easter bunny. Uh, no, it, it's it's about our faith, or what the, the foundation of our faith, uh, and so we need to look at it um, that we're being admonished not to commit the sin of, uh, of not believing in, in Jesus Christ and His divinity, uh, because He is part of the Triune God. He, he He's He's been here since the beginning. Uh, so while it's possible for us to sin before God in our flesh and our hearts, there's one sin we must never commit, and that's the sin of not believing uh, in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and, and the fact that He is God, and that He died and rose again and forgave us of our sins, that He shed His His blood for, for us. Um, so the Apostle John wants to prevent us from committing this sin, from from not believing uh, so we need to to believe that that he was there when the universe was created um that he's divine uh, he actually exists um he he is god himself and he did save us uh, he, he's the savior of mankind um as paul c john puts it uh, he is that apart from jesus who could truthfully claim himself as the true God and Savior. Jesus Christ is the omnipotent God who has the power to create the universe, 
No one but Jesus Christ has the power to make this world. Um, and he has that power because he's part of that triune God. That he, he, he is the son of God, but he's part of God. And for us as Christians, it's hard for us to wrap our minds around that. Uh, and that is something that a lot of people falter in is is they they struggle to believe that, but it's a fundamental truth of of, of Christianity. It's something that, that we need to to stand firm on and not not falter. Um, we We need to be baptized um, so that we can proclaim our faith and and be washed clean and allow the Holy Spirit to come down on us and and baptism has all of that in there all of it um you know like the holy spirit works in us uh, from being christians uh, from and when we accept christ you know he, the holy spirit is there um, but baptism is that proclamation and it, it's a powerful statement and, and one that needs to be done um with full realization of, of what you're doing and this is part of the fundamental belief um, and and it's what John is telling us in First John. He's, he's explaining this, and he's saying we, we can't forget this. Um, he he tells us that that he we we need to realize that uh, he shed his blood. He was the sacrifice for all of us. He it's amazing. Like we just we can't wrap our minds around this. It's it's hard to believe that someone would love us so much. That, that he would, well, that God would send his son and that someone like Jesus Christ would be willing to, to die such a horrible, painful death. Um, crucifixion was is one of the worst ways to die. And, and he did that for us and he did it willingly. And and it's it's something that we need to, we need to continue to thank him for. Um, every single every single day and, and not forget um, because it, it is a fundamental truth it's something that that uh, can't be well, can't be a grasp like really for us as humans we we just we can say all we want that that um, we we love someone but how do you show that 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 true love? Well, Jesus showed us his true love. He, he he sacrificed himself for us. He went through extreme pain and agony for us so that we may be free. And that that in itself is is just so important. And we need to really really Look at ourselves, look at our lives, look at, at how we're walking in our Christian lives and and does it reflect well upon upon Jesus? That does it reflect what Jesus Christ commanded us? That's what we need to be looking at. Did it or does our life reflect our Christian faith? Would Jesus be happy with the way that we're living our lives? And, and this Easter season, that that's something that that we really need to to consider is is that because Jesus Christ is is the divine Savior. He is he he is the only way to to get to heaven. 
is, is through him and, and, and believing in him. Um, so as we go through Easter and as we, as we look at, at first John and now chapter two, um, we need to look at it and, and, and look at uh, how it really was the fulfilling of, of prophecies throughout the whole Testament. It's prophesied or prophesied of all these things. Like it's a pro it's, it's just telling us all these things. Um, so we need to profess this. We need to, to say Jesus is our savior. Uh, and we need to believe that he is the creator uh, and we need to, think of him as being enough for us that having him is, is is everything it should be our life um and jesus uh, is a title that he came to this world as a savior um the name christ means the messiah which is the one that was anointed in the old testament there are three kinds of persons to be anointed kings prophets and priests so therefore, Jesus Christ is a savior who has become the king, the prophet, and he, he, he's fundamentally the, the, the true God and came to this earth. Um, he was baptized by John. He, he shed his blood on the cross um, to free us of sin, and he has perfectly delivered and saved all those who believe in him from all their sins. When he died on the cross, they put up a sign that said the king of the Jews. They did it to make fun of him, to make him seem like, like a fool. But Jesus truly is God for us, and he is, he is our king, and he is the king of the Jews. And he's the king of the world and, and the universe and all of us. Like he, he is our king. So they didn't know when they put up that sign just how true that statement really was, and that in itself was was fulfilling prophecy. Um, so by believing that Jesus is a God, that He's saved us from our sins, uh, we 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 have to be thankful. Um, thank Him for for this sacrifice and, and for for showing us that He can conquer death and, and rise again and give us a place in heaven to be with him to sing him praise forever and be in his glory. Uh, he, he is, is the absolute truth. And, and he's ultimately, he's God and he will always be our King. He will always be the King of the universe. And we must believe in him. First uh, John five twenty says, this is the true God uh, and eternal life. So through him, we are getting eternal life. We just imagine that. We can't. Like, we just can't imagine what it's going to be like to be able to praise God and, and be in his glory forever. And that we are, we're part of his plan. That, that he knows, he knows what, that we're going to accept him. He knows who's going to reject him. Um, he's given us that, that choice. And that choice is love. Um, Without it, we would be robots, as Kathy Flett and I discussed uh, in our interview. We would be robots, and who wants to be a robot? 
No, God created us to, to choose him so that we have that option. We have free will. What greater love than, than to A, sacrifice yourself for us, but to allow us to, to choose him instead of just being told we must love him. Well, if it's in us that we can do nothing but love him, well, that's not free will. And so he wanted he wanted us to choose him. He wanted us to show our love for him and to show us his love by giving us that that choice. It, I mean, we're created in his own image, as Genesis one twenty seven says. Uh, and and in him was life, is what John one four says as well. John one twelve says, as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. To those who believe in his name. And this all speaks to the power of Jesus Christ and, and the strength of him and the strength of the strength of God. And we need to we need to realize that and and we need to accept his love. That that's one thing we have to do is accept his love. We need to believe in him and, and we need to follow his teachings and, and all the great commission of spreading his gospel to, to, to the world. Um, so that's that's the message I leave you with this Easter is that uh, we need to just remember all of it. Remember all of Jesus and, and the sacrifice he made as well as the life he's setting up for us, the things he's preparing for us and what he, he, he will have us do and the love always remember the love that's the greatest of the fruits of the spirit is love